ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. The Prime Minister has called yesterday's Closing the Gap data inexcusable as it showed the government is still failing to close that gap between Indigenous and non-Indigenous Australians. Only four of the 19 key areas are on track for improvement and four others actually are getting worse in the last year. The government has announced hundreds of millions of dollars for job programs, communications and justice issues in Indigenous communities in a major response to the latest damning statistics from this annual report card. Linda Burney is the Minister for Indigenous Australians and she's our guest this morning. Minister, welcome back. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, you're right. It certainly is. You've been in... <laughs> I don't think I'll be getting any roses. <laughs> uh, pr- uh, look, un- unlikely. Uh, let- let's get into these very um, weighty sure. issues. You've been in power for 18 months and and still four targets are on track and four are, are not on track. The same numbers as last year. Why aren't things getting better? Uh, I think... The overwhelming reason, and certainly what I'm hearing very much from the community, is that um, uh, people like Mr Dutton uses Aboriginal affairs as a political football. This is not short-term change. This is long-term, which is why we've invested uh, so much in the, um, the new jobs program, and that's why we've invested in a children's commissioner with a view to very much the long term um, and are based on the spirit of self-determination. That's absolutely the way we're moving. So what's going wrong, though? Uh, look, the, uh, the, the targets are one thing, Patricia, and I know that there is a great focus on those, but there's also four priority reforms which talk about community control, which talk about structural change that governments need to make, which talks about things like data sovereignty. And the, uh, the, the targets that you're referring to apply to all levels of government, uh, both federal and state. And there is a clear message from the Producti- Productivity Commission's report is that all governments have to lift their game. Um, and it is about having a partnership with the, with the community. And where we see those partnerships exist, we see success. And the other thing, just finally, is that whilst we can say bluntly that there's four targets going backwards, there's four targets uh, that are on track, uh, the other targets, there is a sizable improvement in a number of them, and I don't want to lose sight of that. Where are the biggest improvements? Uh, there are certainly improvements in housing. Um, and if you look at, uh, at, at uh, what we talked about yesterday, uh, there, there is improvement in um, things like children uh, participating in preschool. There is uh, improvements definitely in secondary education. Uh, there are a number of areas where there are improvements but like you say, there are also worryingly uh, four areas that are going backwards, including, including life expectancy. Peter Dutton wants an audit of how uh, money is being spent, saying that the results aren't there. Is that worth pursuing? Uh, there will be no pursuing of an audit. What we want to do is have outcomes. 
the the audit that Peter Dutton is referring to is very ill-defined in my view. And once again, I go back to my first point. It's very much short-term politics and and, uh, and blaming Aboriginal community organisations, which are incredibly audited and incredibly accountable. Uh, I don't think an audit is required. What's required is more effort and bipartisanship, quite frankly, across the parliament and across the country in terms of getting outcomes. How are you going to build bipartisanship after the referendum, which was uh, a very divisive campaign? How will you bring people back to the table to try and break the partisanship on these issues? I think that's a really important question. Uh, There is enormous hurt and in many cases dismay at the outcome of the referendum. There is no two ways about that. Uh, But there there is also the important point of the referendum is over and done with. We, um, We accept the outcome, whether we like it or not, we accept the outcome. And we respect the outcome um, that the Australian people delivered, but that doesn't mean it was the only um, it was the only shot in the locker. There are many things, for example, junior ranger programs, for example, the jobs we announced yesterday, for example, the children's commissioner that we announced yesterday, for example, uh, Wi-Fi into remote communities, things like clean water for the first time in many communities, those things will continue, uh, including the wonderful initiatives that we're undertaking in health, including rheumatic heart disease. Those things will continue. Uh, The referendum was devastating, but I can tell you this, that as I've moved around the country, the resilience of Aboriginal people is inspirational. The Prime Minister yesterday said you'd take the time to get Makarata and truth-telling right. Are you still committed to both of those things? The, the Prime Minister's actual words were, as we take the time needed to get Makarata and to truth-telling the right, right, the work of treaty goes on at the state and territory level and we will work closely, um, obviously, with those processes. I mean, look at the exciting thing that's happening in um, in South Australia next month. We have an election for a South Australian voice and uh, we've got we've got Path to Treaty happening in Tasmania. We've got uh, every state and territory, but particularly your, your own state and territory, which is the most advanced. Um, and I've spent m- many hours with the uh, Treaty Commission down there the other point that I have been uh, really reinforced with, and my first visit after the referendum was to the Tiwi Islands, who voted 84% yes, uh, was, and what we saw out of the referendum, Patricia, was the absolute need for Australians to understand uh, the disadvantage of Aboriginal people and the, true, uh, the truth about our story as a nation. Linda Burney, yesterday you said on those issues of uh, truth and treaty, to go forward without the community sanction, particularly in terms of truth and treaty, um, is the community sanction would be key. When you said community sanction, what do you mean? 
Uh, what I what I mean by that is uh, talking uh, to communities. Like I said, I've been to the Tiwi Islands. I'm going to Palm Island on Friday uh, to talk about jobs. But obviously, uh, we'll 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 talk about uh, the outcomes of the referendum and what the next steps are going to be. Um, I'm going over to Perth and be meeting with groups there uh, next week. So it is about talking to not only established organisations, but particularly to communities about where they want to see things go. It would be wrong and rude of me um, and us as a government uh, to move in a direction that is not uh, uh, that is not uh, that is not comfortable with with the community. We are completely committed to what uh, I've described to you is self-determination. And those jobs that we announced is a shining example of what self-determination is. When you say it would be rude to go forward, are you suggesting that you're going to check whether they want truth and, and uh, truth-telling? Uh, what I'm suggesting is that we will uh, listen to what people are saying uh, I, I know that there are some people uh, in the media, but I want to talk also to community leadership. I'm meeting with land councils today, for example, uh, who, uh, who are in uh, Canberra this week for estimates. Those are the organisations uh, that really uh, work very hard towards the referendum, and I want to hear from them uh, where they believe the next steps should be. And there are some stunning silver linings out of the referendum. We had 40% of Australians say yes. We had the Aboriginal communities, uh, particularly in Jacinta Price's backyard, for, for example, overwhelmingly say yes, 88 92%. And we also saw what I think is just stunning is a, a group, an emerging leadership group amongst young people. And so will we see the truth-telling process begin in this term of government? Uh, I am having discussions with the Cabinet about that and I'm not going to go in those discussions, but the issue of truth-telling is incredibly uh, important uh, and uh, there are many, many ways in which that can happen, including school curriculum. And so it doesn't have to be a, a sort of truth-telling commission, like, for instance, what happened in South Africa? Is, is that still a model you're pursuing? Uh, what, I'm, what we're pursuing is uh, thinking very carefully through what it might look like, uh, taking the time and putting in place the processes uh, for what it might look like. And I think there are many examples around the world uh, um, and there are many ways that this could happen. But what are you favouring? There's not a particular model that I'm favouring at the moment, but I do know that things have to happen at a local community level. I mean, you look at the Mile Creek Massacre uh, site, uh, which has been an exercise in local government uh, and relatives of those that were massacred, that massacred and relatives of those that did the, uh, did the massacring, coming together, 
and creating something that is quite beautiful. Yeah, but that's already happening. I'm wondering what the government is prepared to do on top of all of those local examples. Uh, well, that's absolutely why I'm talking to people. Um, and there isn't a particular model that I've got in mind. I am very open, as the government is very open to what it might look like. And is it the case that you think treaties should only happen at a state and local level rather than at a national level? Well, the reality is the treaties are, um, treaty processes are well underway at a state um, and in many ways at a local level. You look at the at the Noongar Agreement in, um, in and around Perth, for all intents and purposes, that's a treaty. And so you don't see a role for a national government to negotiate a treaty um, by this government? Well, they're discussions that will take forward. Uh, but the most important thing is to recognise the uh, recognise uh, that self-determination is exactly what it, what it is. And when we look at those announcements we made, uh, we made uh, yesterday, uh, that is precisely what this is about. It's about changing the lives of Indigenous people on the ground. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thanks, Patricia. That's the Minister for Indigenous Australians, Linda Burney, and you're listening to ABC RN Breakfast. Stream any ABC radio station live and on the go. Discover new podcasts, music and audiobooks, all free on the ABC Listen app.